There's kind of, there's, if some of the statements that you run into, maybe it's best not to run into them, but if you run into them, pretty much the gig is up. But uh, the seeker is the sort, a very famous one. And uh, these ideas of uh, the gateless gate, meaning obviously there's no entrance or exit. There's, there's no gate, it's a gateless <laughs> gate. What? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you are what you're looking for. Like what you came in here looking with is what you're looking for. You know, so all these little tricky little statements, they're trying to trigger a different kind of logic, yeah? Because you have the possibility. Your head doesn't have to run on a certain RPM. It can go into different gears. So they're trying to throw a little like uh, another gear in there you don't know. Like you are what you're looking for. And, What's looking is all this stuff. So, or, and then they get to be more precise. You know, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. And that that statement would be never addressed to a person. A master would never address that statement to a person. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It would be talking to the Buddha. <laughs> it would be talking to the person because that would just really screw them up. Yeah, because you, how am I using the Buddha? Where is the Buddha? Why would I use the Buddha? You know, it's like, you know. So if you hear it, it must be that the master sees us as something other than we look from. Yeah, maybe it sees us as the Buddha. Yeah, so he's just trying to warn us, aka Scott or Rob, Buddha. Hey, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha now. That seems to not get through. Yeah? So there must be some obscuring agent the Buddha is in, in cahoots with that's causing it not to get the simple message. You can't use yourself to find yourself. And then, and then all these elaborate gymnastics you know, ensue. So there must be an activity that's an obscuring agent. Yeah, because you would think the lion, if it heard it was the lion, yeah? Even though it's, it has taken itself to be a sheep for 15 years, if it heard that it was the lion at the right day at the right time, it would probably see that it's a lion. And then it would realize it never was a sheep, it never was gonna be a sheep. Yes, there would, it would probably be a pretty, pretty quick thing. And at least, let's say the lion, has some disabilities as a lion, so then they can work in life and maybe bring out the good and sort of diminish the other, too much growling or too much roaring, who knows, yeah? It could work and then it would seek, but the, it wouldn't be seeking itself, yeah? It would be seeking from being very clear it's a lion. And all right, hey, this lion, hearing from other lions, seems to need a little fucking improvement, so all right, you know, a little too, you know, anxious uh, meditation, stuff like that, you know, but not jettisoning off on a huge lifetimes of lifetimes of searching for itself. It's, it's been, something that wasn't clear is clear, at least on some level, that it's a lion. So it, and it's really, and, but it didn't get there by hearing it's a lion, really. The hearing it's the lion hasn't worked, yeah? So when they say, you're a lion, it hasn't worked because 
there's an activity that's projecting the idea of being a sheep. And so the sheep is what is the first shore of the message that you're a lion hits. Yeah. The phony shore of being the sheep. And then it turns the message into something that only the only way a sheep could understand the message, which is the sheep is not gonna see, I'm a lion, it's gonna say I can become like a lion as a sheep. So the sheep will continue, but now we'll try to become more like a lion. It's a noble endeavor for a sheep, you know. They're probably in sheep worlds, if they had pictures, they'd have Saint, you know, fucking Scotty or something <laughs> that was seeking for, you know, to better itself and become like a lion, you know. <laughs> but all the pictures, it still look like a freaking sheep. <laughs> It wouldn't be able to overcome <laughs> the sheep position because the sheep can't get out of the sheep, like we say in recovery. Self can't get out of self, you know. The, a product of the system can't transcend the system that's producing it. So there's an identification as a sheep that seems to, which is issuing forth from the line. It's not like, oh, there's sheep obscurations that are unbelievable moving in like a weather front. No, it's the lion is taking itself with the great help of the, the basis of ignorance, which is the identification is what you're not. Yeah. So, and listening to the head so much because it's on all day, which is completely based on you as a sheep, so to speak, in this example. So, yeah, it's going to be easy to try to become like a lion as a sheep. It just seems like the sheep seems to be the established starting point. Yeah, even though someone just came to you and you're in the red, you know, you're ready to go and said, you know, the fucking race is off. <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're what you're looking for. Yeah. So what would happen? Now let's say if the guy has. $800 fucking runny shoes, fucking form-fitting this, two down. It's probably going to run because there's a lot of investment in him as a, as a sheep. <laughs> the head gets invested all this time, and it's not going to be easy for the head identifies a sheep to give up 40-something years of becoming like a lion. I mean, it, seemed, it would be like a big rug being pulled out from underneath you you know, and you don't have the claws of a lion, you got the hooves of a sheep, you're, you're gone. <laughs> There's no way you can hold. So basically, even then, the solution doesn't even look that attractive because you feel like you have a solution. You know, and you've been practicing it for 40 years. So, all right. So the, the, there's a, an obscuring agent. There has to be because you would think, I mean, I've sat right here when I did talks at, in the past, before there were very little personal space, unless this person would be right there, I'm speaking for like an hour about this idea of selfing, and then as soon as I finished, a guy and we uh, can you talk about selfing? I said, how did that get? How did it miss its mark? I mean, the target, I could just pew, pew, it was right there. There's no way I could miss it. How did it, how did it miss the target? Because the target itself is the obscuring agent. 
It's an activity, it's not an agent, it's an activity. There's some obscuring going on. There is. It's like the, the, the very clean, straightforward frequency is getting static. By what? By us, you know, us. Like it says, the observation distorts the observed, yeah? So here's the, you're observing a message, you're a lion, the observation, which is taking some of your sheep, distorts the fucking message until I can become like a lion, yeah? So the frequency, the wave gets changed to fit around the identification instead of letting it go right through the lion. So the lion, and you've had it, not everyone here hopefully has had it, where at one point there's a little glimmer of lionness, you know, lion. You, it's, you break all that obscuring. There's, you see, it's not like you see it out there, you see from it, you have a sense. It's not seeing, oh, I saw the lion go by in the obscuring clouds. No, <laughs> there's a sense, you're the lion watching the obscure, obscurity. Yeah. You see you're in complete cahoots with it, and yet you're not because you're a lion. And so, what is that obscuring agent, and where is it delivered? Obviously, it's delivered through the narration, yes, through the, that, uh, that voice box that we're all seemingly attuned to, yeah, that's hearing it. And, uh, and also, the activity of claiming, claiming what's happening to imply a someone, yeah. So basically, its light is all derived from reflection. It's all like the moon, yeah? If you never saw the sun, at, never, then at night you would think that was the sun. The moon is sort of reflecting the sunlight, yeah? The, the moon isn't producing any light, yeah? It's a reflection, yeah? The sun reflects off the moon, and, but we, it looks like the moon is bright, but it doesn't generate any light. It's reflective. Yeah. So the sun, we're getting this new sun, and that's see that's the thing. You see the moon a lot of times when the sun's out, but when you really see the moon, then when the moon is really, really emphasized is when there's no sun. Yeah. So for the to, for the moon to masquerade as the sun, it has to. There's got to be an obscuring of its nature or of its source or of its genesis, which is sun. Yeah. So this is sort of like what's happening in a way. Undifferentiated light comes through. It doesn't come through anything, but there's something seems to happen, and then it reflects this whole event. Now, we think it's out here, but this is part of it also. Yeah, so the, see, we think we're watching the reflection, but this is part of the reflection. We, we think the camera's here, but the camera's really back there. And Paul is one of the projections, like they say in the Course in Miracles. It's projection, not perception. Well, this thinks it's perceiving, but it's also a projection. It's playing, it's in a subject-object uh, weird continuum, yeah? which is the whole point of non-duality is to say not to do that. That's all it is. It's attempting because before that, non-duality is a fact. After this, after me as subject-object, non-duality is something you may run into. It's an idea, yeah? And you may, you may come across it, you may look, find it in a used bookstore or hear something, but you'll usually come across it, yeah? In the, in the, do, the tourism, yeah? The tourism is going to run into this idea of non-duality, yeah? 
and go, wow, at least it's fucking novel. You know what I mean? It's like a, a crime movie that has a diff, good twist to it. I mean, you've, you've taken so much shit in <laughs> that doesn't even go anywhere that masquerades as a solution, but it's no solution. It just furthers the dilemma. Yeah, it adds onto what you would like to have pared down. You, you got more information, but it's not going, it's not turning into anything. Like you're a professor of holes, but you keep falling in the holes. What's the point of the fucking professorship? You know, I just don't want to fall in the hole. <laughs> so if I see a professor fall in the hole, I'm not going to fucking listen to him about holes because it's not working. You know? I mean, it's just common sense. So, this, this uh, drive So you, you get a hit a little bit, you know, so non-duality, like turns the head of the door, you go, what? You know, it's, it's novel. And then finally, really, it has a different direction. So instead of starting here and looking for this and this and more out there to correct this, right? You question this. So that self-inquiry, simple, simple subjective question, so when people go, oh, I'm really flipped out about next week, and so instead of becoming a therapist to deal with, that, with dealing with a flipping out about next week, you just ask, who is it that's flipping about, <laughs> out about next week? Because if it's, you're not flipped out about next week of everyone else being flipped, you know. If it's Stanley's who's flipped out, you would get less. It's basically because it's you, and there's shoulds and shouldn'ts that you being su such an advanced spiritual person, shouldn't be flipping out, you know what I mean? It's just, once the, the light is triggered, it's a consecutive explosions of mental states, just lighting up the fucking mental sky with your little happy faces or frown faces. It just goes off, yeah? But it's, it's right at that point where the assumption that something's happening to me or I'm doing it goes unaddressed most of the time here. It does, right? We're dealing with what's happened, but we don't really see how it happens. You know, we just assume that I did it or you did it or this is happening or there's time and I watch the clock and it's moving and my boss is not paying me and, uh, and all this, yeah? So you have your idea of time, but it's still framed by the same old, same old. You don't see it's, there's no novelty in it, you know? So then you think, oh, you're gonna rebel, but see, rebelling is part of the system. It's dualistic, so rebelling or going along with is the same same when it's washed out a few times. There was that famous thing I loved that probably bastardized it completely, but there was those three movies, The Matrix. The first one was pretty cool. That was a good download. The other two, you know, they were trying to milk a cow that gave it the, its best fucking cream. The first one, they should have just stopped there. But then they went on. So I think the third one, you know, Neo is now the chosen one with the end of beautiful outfit, you know. I mean, long leather jacket, Ray-Bans, Nehru Kala, looking pretty good, swelt, svelte, whatever. So yeah, he, he ends up running into the, uh, a manifestation of the program, which is the architect. And the architect's in a room, if I remember, and there's all these little small TVs, and they all have action shots of Neo. 
you know, jumping over, kicking Mr. Smith's ass, or whatever, <laughs> doing what the chosen one's gonna do, save everything. And the architect's, oh, Neo, how are you? And then Neo's standing there, you know, looking, oh, yes, the, the, uh, the contemporary savior, you're number seven of the saviors. <laughs> <laughs> it was an aberration in the programming about seven rotations ago. The Savior appeared, now it's the same, it's all part and parcel. You're not anything special, no one, you're not chosen, and you're not going anywhere. You're in it, you're not taking anyone out of it. Yeah, it's sort of pretty disappointing, but you know, it looked good at least. Like, I mean, it was probably bad news because the Neo was the one. But there isn't any. There's only us two. All two, no one. <laughs> there's no the one. There's all the twos. <laughs> Thinking the one's going to save us from two-ness. Yeah? <laughs> it doesn't work. What can a savior do? Show you this, you know, it, it fails so that you realize you're not going to be saved from an imaginary place. And then they'd say, wake up, but in fact, that's redundant because you are already awake. Maybe you need to wake up to the fact of what you're not. You can wake up to that, yeah? You can't. <coughs> to wake up to what you are is way, you know, way late on that because you are that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I finally woke up to what I am. Oh, <laughs> You've been that. That's what it's been for us forever. So, but you can wake up to what you're not, which is, then you would see, so here's like the smoke of the obscuring that seems to have been made into almost a bodily form. And then it starts, then you start seeing its tails of mist, so to speak, coming out of some fucking, you know, uh, exhaust pipe, and it leads to you. You know, you see, you're, you're the one that's blowing up the action figure every day. It's just because it's dreaming. It's, we're supposed to, this is it. That which we are can't be, could not appear in the dreaming. It would have to appear as something in the dreaming, and this is the something, yes? All right, so, okay. So, therefore, you don't suddenly just, oh, you're not moved as that to vanquish this because it's in cahoots with it. But, th but now the dreaming has taken a turn that maybe for the dreamt, you know, because you bought the admission, you said you bought a ticket, 85 years of fucking, fucking horrendous, exquisite, lovely, terrible shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not, you can't, there's no return. You've signed up. And I know you as what you are. And you, you told me, do not fall for my fucking begging for it to change. You know, because that's part of the ride. So we're in that ride. Yeah. But now, what happens? I don't know. The, the like the HD of all the minuteness. You know, now the HD does more of a panoramic. You know, your more panoramic spaciousness instead of a constant fixation on the action figure. Yeah, that's all. So it, a lot of the attention and interest that's been sort of constantly forced to be about this gets lo loose, you know? It's like, becomes, it, it's not, 
It's not taking the commands it used to take because the bigger dog has shown up and then the little dog is put in its place, and so to speak. The little dog has little shits and little this, little that. They're not horrendously large shit, yeah. So the big one is there, and then this allows the little dog. You ever see dogs out with people? They look like them. They look like they're embarrassed when they shit. I mean, where did that come from? They're fucking animals. They shit everywhere. But they look. They're taking. They're like mutating into us in a weird way. They have the same diseases now too. It's very fucking weird. Everything we touch. Ooh. So, all right. So that's the place now. Now you have an understanding. Now. But see, this thing, once again, still pivoting and be making itself the most important thing. I want to feel great all the time. I want it to stabilize. I want to feel, yeah, every time I shot drugs, that's what I wanted. <laughs> you just, you're an addict still. The emphasis is still on what you're not. Yeah? Why not look at, hey, I, I run into it all the time. Just realize that this isn't gonna, this isn't meant to be great all the time, you know? It would be bored. It would just, you know? It's meant to, to trigger a lot of stuff, and sometimes the best of all the shit comes from the worst event, you know? You know what I mean? Sometimes the best of what we can be as the action figure is teased out of us through the worst fucking situations. So suddenly, now that you're, you've realized there's a larger space in this game, you get to see different scoreboards, you know? Maybe it's not all about me, maybe it's, I should feel greater, you know? Maybe what they, like the course would say, you know, your greatest failures are your greatest successes, meaning on a different scoreboard, you know? Maybe there's more things going on here than just the story of me finding a pair of shoes that fit well, you know, who knows. But I'd like that to be part of it, but you know, yeah. Maybe there's like different, so you're open to different possibilities and maybe you see that what you call were your actions, these were not your actions, they're actions that are initiating a lot of different hits and errors and everywhere, maybe, who knows. But other possibilities, become available. And then the immediacy of what you thought was going to be so infrequent and would take so much effort to arrive at is so beautiful, really, that you are what you're looking for. Yeah. Now, yeah. the dilemma is you're trying to look for it. So you realize you are that which you're seeking, but you're never going to arrive there through seeking. Yeah, the seeking would obscure the fact of what you are and make it something you're looking for to get to. Yes, it's just the nature of it. This is the trick. These are the warnings the, the, the great masters have like peppered in all their little teachings. You can find them, yeah, where they're trying to warn you of these basic little Chinese thumb torture things you fall into, which is in recovery it says self can't get out of self. That was just observations from people who have been doing that, trying to do that for years. They realized uh, self can't get out of self with the hopes that maybe someone else could hear it and maybe save some time. Yeah. So how am I going to get out of that which feels so, so, so uncomfortable? It doesn't work to try to get out of it as it. Yeah, you got to admit that. That I'm hoping that rude awakening is hitting you. 
You can't use the cause of the agitation to uh, find peace. You can't, it's not going to happen. So there's got to be a loss of interest in it, but you can't lose interest in it as it. See, it, that's another lock it gets you on. Yeah, and another lot gets you on is like, you can't decide, now that I've seen this, I'm gonna quit playing God in my life, but that's but that which is playing God states that, so you get stuck there. So that which is playing God, tries to quit playing God, goes on ad, ad infinitum. It's never gonna, it's not, well, maybe the 800th time, I can outdraw it, no. If that which is playing God, tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. You can't go, Oh, yes, quit playing God, maybe made a No, it would still be playing God, yes? You see? So why, how, how are you going to get out? By realizing maybe you're not in. That's the key to me. Yeah? How do you realize you're not in? Is by learning and understanding that what, about what you're not. To see what you're not. It doesn't mean it's not, it's, oh, it's never, you're never going to feed it again. It's, it has its own little fucking momentum. It's going to do what it's doing. But you'll have the horse in front of the car when it comes to your, you know, your global mystical traveling here. At least you'll have the horse in front of the car and you'll have a sense of it while you're in the car. You'll have a sense of this is clear direction. This is, yes? Yeah. And in my, in this experience, this experiment, it turned into the last answer, which is an incredible answer in a place of time, where there's, where there's solutions and problems, solutions, problems, to get an answer that can sustain itself for year after year after year without a drive to supercharge it or radicalize it or make it more extreme or add on to it, just basically its bare-bone presentation has done something where that drive to know has been muted, that drive to seek has been muted, that hoping to arrive at a mystical place as in, with me completely intact to be able to enjoy that mystical place as the obscure agent is totally, totally seen through, completely. No, there's not seven year, you know, return to debate it. There's no review every year. Let's review this understanding. No, no. To me, it's the last understanding. Literally. I haven't seen, you know, it's just as proven to be worthy of the term solution because it's not of time, so it overrides how all the other solutions in time erode sooner or later, they fail sooner or later. This is not of time, so it's durability. It doesn't lose tread, yeah? It doesn't wear out because it's before everything. It's a fact, non-duality is a fact. And that's the beginning of awakening to, having awakening to what you're not, to see what you're not, yeah? To wake up from what you're not. The waking up from what you're not doesn't mean the extinguishment of self. Maybe it does. Maybe you'll turn into a rainbow body and flip out and all that will be left is your hair and nails. You know, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. But probably not. The action figure will continue. It has its little bit of you know, ever-ready battery life for 40, 10, 12 years, who knows, yeah? 
but it's love, it, it will finally get what it's always been trying to man itself into and try to control and ease and comfort. But not from getting it out here, but from something expressing it in here. Yeah. So you're not driving to the store, the delivery has already occurred. Yeah. You're wanting, you know, you're dreaming of the, oh, what that would look like is what it's like, possibly. <laughs> it may not have the same box. It may not have the same fucking, you know, packing, but there'll be an ease and comfort or a certain sense of contentment or satisfaction or like a chilled outness or ability to let yourself be as crazy as it can yet not be getting your matches or anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let it have its fucking, <laughs> but it doesn't like, you know, it's like running around with guns and shit, you know? It just goes, uh, instead of having, you know, keeping like that sphincter muscle tight all the day, you know, it makes mistakes, you make amends, you know? It's easy, like it says in the course, there are no sins, it's just mistakes. Mistakes can be corrected, so hey, you make amends. And all that was needed for this thing to be, to be like get the uh, not so great, but a okay. You know, you know, like when you, when you bring a car into the thing and they check it out. It's not a great car, you know. It's a Toyota, but hey, it's gonna be reliable, last for a while. There you go. I don't want to buy new rims or anything. It's just fucking just driving, doing what it's doing. Has pretty good health, everything like that. What can happen? Well, the mind can sort of do what's, you know, uh, what is that idea? Serenity, peace, you know, go off and get the, and taste the flavors of nothingness, you know, instead of being wedded to the slavery of having to taste every flavor here, taste other flavors, you know? yeah. yeah. So it all goes back to those statements, either they're not true, these fuckers were sadistic, saying that you're the, the seeker is the sword, or they were trying to save us a huge amount of time. I would say it's the latter. They were hoping that something, one of those messages would get through, break through the obscuring defense that we're participating completely in, like we've got that fucking, the iron whatever defense shield. I truly believe if you throw it enough time, something's gonna get home because it's everywhere. How can I miss? You just all I know is I know the length of your arm and I know I can throw something over it. So you go, I got it, but you don't get it. And then mine gets it. And then mine looks at you instead of you trying to look at mine. Yeah. Mine looks at you, your rawness, the raw mind that's there right where you're sitting. Not the relative conditional fucking you know, cog, nut and bolt, right angle, self-centeredness, mind, raw mind, like that was exhibited when you were a kid, when you had imagination that would go off and would keep you uh, busy for hours on end. You could have the same 13 army men and play for two years. It didn't, there was no, the constraints and education hadn't funded, funneled it into a way of thinking, yeah? That kind of mind, that mind is here still, yeah, so. Mm. I wish I could say any, something else, but if this doesn't get to be seen, I humbly believe you're gonna be looking from the effects of the obscuring. You're gonna be looking from the obscuring. 
instead of seeing the obscurity. You are, and then you're gonna probably think everything else is obscuring it from you, not realizing it's the you is the obscuring agent. All the other ones are little different smoke screens, but the real one is us, yeah? We have been formalized, we've been formalized, formatted, fabricated. We're almost living as if we're in a frame and all we can see is what's happening inside. We don't realize everything that goes out and comes in is defined by the frame, that identification as a self. Can you imagine instead of this being all there is, this here, and then you have a sense of all this. This wouldn't go have to go, but the, the camera would be constantly being in here. It would open up and you would have a sense of all this around it. Yeah, I think that's a nice addition. That's, there's no need to make an addition. It's, it's available, yeah? So that's that. Question? No? Good. <laughs> Questions have to be very fast. But you see the point, you've seen it. Yeah. I've been saying it since North Carolina or way before. I was entertaining when I jumped in that fucking bacteria laden water. <laughs> they did, they warned us about, but we didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a statement in recovery that's incredible to me. Self-knowledge avails you nothing. What an incredible statement. Because there's knowledge that's held in high regard in a lot of circles. Yeah? People, people think you know, the truth or knowledge will set you free or something. But it's here, it says self-knowledge avails you nothing. Wow. But if you look at it, it's very cool because if you had knowledge of self, it would avail you quite a lot. But if you put self before the knowledge and then the self is saying it's the one who's getting the knowledge, that doesn't go anywhere, yeah? But the same knowledge, if with that knowledge would be on self, there would be value there. Like in, there was a great master, Dojin, he had a, it was a long thing, but the beginning of it was, you know, to study Buddhism is to study this idea of self. And to study self is to lose interest in it, you know, is to forget self. Because when you see it's not you, there'll be a forgetting of it, really. Yeah. It won't forget itself, but its forgetting field would be very, very small. And this will be a lot of unforgetting of it. <laughs> I'm forgetting of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This has its own compact. It's got its own little battery. It's going to be absorbed with itself. It's, that's what it is, self-centeredness. There's an old guy, what's his name? Uh, uh, DeMello, remember DeMello? I got introduced to this, this Indian guy who was a Jesuit priest, Anthony DeMello. First, second year of sobriety, a guy gave me this whole Seat, uh, cassette box of them where they, they uh, recorded one of his seminars, like a four-day thing. And he would talk about everyone is selfish. What is this idea of trying to be selfish? You're selfish, you're selfish about trying to be selfless. And he was basically just talking about 
the impossibility of trying to get out of what you're seemingly in as that which just seems to be in it. It's pointless. You're not, it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. Call off the dogs. Yeah. Just, and to me, when this starts hitting you, it's much more a disarming effect than a call to arms. I mean, you just chill to me. Because you have to take the brunt of it for a while. I mean, you're walking around and all your cherished ideas, not yours, but the cherished ideas and the beliefs, they get weighed and they're fucking empty. There's not much there. So all your currency, all your value and all the scales start getting played with, you know? You, can, you see the scale, it's just there, but then you look at the room and it's like this. Is that the scale look like it's even, but there was a huge bias from the self-centered, you know, you start seeing everything. And it, of course for the head it's quite uncomfortable at times because without its interest in this life and without it being its own life, whose life would it be anyway? And then it believes it would go to complete nihilism if it wasn't into it or whatever. It, it always it always threatens a huge Armageddon by, of its absence. <laughs> if this, if I let go, <laughs> it's always shouting as if it's holding back the whole damn. <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. Turn that off. I'm done, I think. Yeah, I need to take it easy tonight. <laughs>